Connection podcast. Yes, that's a holy hell of a mouthful. But we are here. It's a long title. Yeah, long title. Long ass title. But we are here for August 11th, 2019, SummerSlam weekend, SummerSlam day, night, evening day, whatever you want to call it. But today is SummerSlam. And last night we just finished watching a hell of a NXT takeover Toronto cars oh, nice. and Jesus Christ. But anyways, I'm, I'm being rude. I apologize. I'm here joined. You know, this is a Ruben and Ron wrestling podcast. So I'm here joined by Ron himself. What's going on, man? Yo, what's up, Ruben? I'm glad you uh, correct yourself, man. Cause that was very rude of you. Okay. Yeah. I was going to pack my things and go to another podcast, but oh, man. I'm glad oh, you no. decided to uh, retract your statement. It's yes. Okay. Yes, I, I retracted my statement because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we here at Room Prime TV, we we had to essentially keep our integrity, and Absolutely. if we make a mistake, we had to correct ourselves. So for that, I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. I, I forgive you. I'm not going to leave the podcast after all. Okay. So I'll tell TMZ and everyone else who were ready to start up those articles about, you know, possible split. You know, I'll let them know that nuts no, not happening. All the dirt sheets, everyone else, everywhere. Sorry, guys, <laughs> not happening. We're stronger than ever, guys. Yeah, stronger than ever. Uh, just chilling, happy, man. Happy, happy Sunday to you and to everyone that'll be listening to this. Oh, for sure, man. Like, uh, I know some people are still working on a Sunday. For for those who are, just keep grinding. And for those who are off. Hey, go to go to IHOP. You know, get some brunch, get some of those uh, pancakes going because Ooh, yeah. I wish I can be there. But you know, one day, one day soon, I'll, I'll be at IHOP again. You know, eating pancakes and whatnot. Hopefully without a hair in it, because last time I went to IHOP, I got a hair. But you know, Oof. yeah, they, they gave me a discount. They, they gave my meal discount at all for that, that. That's good, but that yeah. is very oh man. Yeah, unappetizing. Yeah. Can't be doing that. It can't be doing that. Restaurants. Yeah, they're, they're fucking up. It's truly fucking up. But uh, all uh, hair and food aside, you know, I thank guys for tuning in. And if you guys love what you're hearing, remember Room Prime TV on Twitter for updates and news and memes on hilarity. RoomPrimeTV.com for everything related to Room Prime TV podcast and all the shows under this nice umbrella. And if you listen to this, and if you're wondering, hey, where can I listen to other podcasts? Well, wherever major podcasts are able to be listened to. So you can go to iTunes, my personal favorite. If that's not your cup of tea, you can go to Spotify. You know, We all have Spotify accounts, so why not use that? And also... Stitcher, tune in, Google Play, and SoundCloud. That's where our home is at, but I implore you to 
listen wherever you feel comfortable. And if you love what you hear, please remember, I'm sound like a YouTuber, uh, leave you gotta a, get everything a, out there, right? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get everything <laughs> out there. You gotta leave a like, a, a thumbs up, a, a you know, push that that bell notification. Bring link to Patreon. You yeah, know. the Patreon, all the social media links. You know, you got to do all that. But but seriously, uh, wherever you listen to podcast on, please consider uh, leaving a review and also leaving a nice little sub because it's free. It's free ninety nine. You know what? We all love free shit. So definitely, absolutely. If if you may. The, definitely subscribe because it helps me get my podcast out there gets uh, my voice from himself's voice agent neil and everyone that's been a guest or co-host it will help them and help us a lot so so gratefully so it's a wrestling podcast it's a sunday so you know what that means we're going to be talking about some nxt takeover toronto madness yep awesome card and we're going to talk about the SummerSlam card we're going to be uh, going over our you know over the match card and our predictions you know fairly quick but ooh, what do you think about you know before we get into this what do you think about the nxt takeover card as a as a whole um just uh like looking at the card versus like actually going into what we saw um I'll say that it's it's getting um, a little apparent, which might sound on the negative side for people, that it's getting a little apparent that um, they're, uh, NXT's, I don't want to say struggling, but um, it's the talent side. is We're starting to see a lot of, of matches that we've seen already. You know, we'll get into the main event. Yes. Um, the, the talent pool is still very strong. Don't get me wrong. NXT is a very strong talent pool, but... Um, I don't know. They need something to really uh, spark things up. The overall is it's it's on paper. The card was uh, it, it it was a I mean it was any takeover I guess. Um, yeah. it, it didn't feel like the biggest takeover because you know um, SummerSlam takeover has been you know regarded as one of one of if not probably the second biggest takeover next to uh, the one they do for WrestleMania weekend. Yes. And that started in, in 2014 with. Uh, 2014 or 2015, I can't remember with uh, mm. with uh, Bailey and and Sasha Banks when they oh had my that God. bar burner. Such a good match. Oh my yeah, God. I believe it was 2015. Yeah. Um. So on on paper, it was a good card on on paper, but it, once again, it was it was, uh, you know, hey, I've seen these matches already. You know, yeah. not all of them, but I've seen most of these matches, and and yeah. So, but uh, but it was, I mean. Just looking at it, it was. I knew it was going to be a good show, regardless. But um, yeah, I guess that's my thoughts on how the card looked. Okay, yeah, like I, I had the same um, uh, thoughts going into it, and I was just like, they with these matches, we already seen a lot of these matches. We we had to see something different, and we did. But the problem is, and you know, we'll go over some of the issues like I had personally because. The the other problem is like like you were alluding to is star power, and you know you have Gargano, you have Cole, you have Baszler, you mm-hmm. know you have um you know ironically you had Matt Riddle in some sort of capacity he wasn't wrestling but he was on the show and it's like why you didn't have him on the show, you know that was kind of like off to me like they could have had a, a a match with Killian Dane but I don't know Guess, well yeah well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll say I think what ha- what ended up happening was I like that a lot. What happened? 
Yeah. Um, and I, and I think you know maybe it just didn't put it on because it was already you know the card was filled up three hour card which is great. Yeah. Uh, three hour card six matches like that was fine. So I don't you know having seven might have just been a little bit too much, but uh, but yeah. Yeah, you you wouldn't want to you know have the uh, main roster syndrome with a lot of these pay per views being right. so long, and and I like that because we as we all know all the NXT cards are digestible. You know, they're not too long, not too short, just right. It's like the the Goldilocks. The pores is just right, not too hot, not too cold. You know, and, and we that's what we need. The last thing we need is to have a long card. If it merits it, if it if it deserves, if you know, matches are so good, the storylines are built so well that they deserve to be on the card and makes the, the overall pay per view longer. Right. So be it. But at least it makes sense. So I get it, but you know you have Matt Riddle. Like at least he was out there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In some form. You know, the brawl nice. was was great. You know, kicking people <laughs> like left and right. Killian Dane just you know a monster. I hope they they build him up well and in again. You mean build yes, him up again? Again, they, they did. You know, they had something insanity, but you know, main roster. Yeah, main roster. Uh, it, so, it kills slowly. It's a it's a, a little dose of poison. <laughs> Turn, turns around in a chair. NW. Yes, it's an NWO. <laughs> oh, great moments on on you know the the good old days yeah. of, of uh, WWE television. So so just basically my thoughts. The preview was was great. I loved the uh, you know the main event was. The main event towards the end, it got it got you know heated. It got great, but overall, I, I like the the takeover card. Like it never disappoints, even when you expect them to to be all oh, no. Like this card doesn't look well, and then they deliver with match quality, storytelling, and even though this time they were lacking, they still made it up in a lot of areas. They 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 compensated. Mm-hmm. So I, I do appreciate that. Like you know, they go out there and they bust their asses regardless. If you um <clears throat> if you may not be a fan or you may not like them, you know some of the matches like you still got to give them you know their props. So let's get with this card. Let's see here. So first we go with the NXT Tag Team Title Match with the Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era, mm-hmm. and it's weird because. We haven't seen, you know, the Street Profits, you know, on, you know, they were on Raw basically, and just doing yeah, skits backstage like for like two months now, right? And like you would have thought, like, hey, they would have dropped the titles because they were on, you know, they were on Raw, and I know the the reason why they were on Raw is to promote, you know, NXT because they had, mm-hmm. you know, they won the NXT, you know, titles. You know, around their way, so that way they can promote NXT, and that was reports of the reason why they were backstage on Raw. But if you're gonna have them, you know, in the main roster, you're gonna have them on Raw. Use them more because now these, these, you know, these promos they were cool. Like the first few were okay, and then they just got like really, just really like redundant and repetitive, and it's just. You know, it didn't do much for me. Like me personally, like you don't have, they don't have to wrestle, but they can like I don't know, showcase something. 
like how you can use them. They're, they're two, they're two bodies that you just have backstage doing skits and not, not doing more with. Mm-hmm. And now you have them on NXT takeover, and it's like, yo, like we just seen them on Raw, just goofing around, and like now, like they and they could they they couldn't deliver on matches. Yeah, that was, match was uh, that was a very that was a hot opener. That was a very hot opener. Yeah, like the crowd, very good, very good. Yeah, match. it was so good. I was like, yo, like why aren't these guys wrestling more? And I'm just saying, yeah, NXT TV, but if they're on the main roster. Like, what are they doing? And I guess it's a good thing that they didn't wrestle because, you know, what happened to uh, Ciampa? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, when he got hurt. Yeah. Uh, he got hurt. Yeah. It was like, like they brought him up for nothing. Yeah. I mean, the it was, a, it was a good match. Like I said, you know, lots of highs. Um, Very intense. Very, you know, the high-flying action. Those guys can go. Um, They can talk on the mic. And, and uh, they're very good. Undisputed Era. Obviously, the most dominant yes. team in, in NXT, I think, for a long time, uh, maybe ever in the history of NXT. Yes. Uh, those guys are great. Um, but it was it was a good match. But, like, once again, the finish was uh, – I didn't get the finish either because it's tradition. You you come up yes. to the scene roster, and you uh, if you're a champion and you get called up, you drop the title. It, it happens yes. to Kevin Owens. It happens to everyone, Finn Balor, uh, Samoa Joe. Everyone, everyone that yep. came up who was a champion, Bailey, everyone who came up who was a champion, they, you know, you got to give up the title, um, you know, on your way out. You know, yep. that's that's tradition. So uh, maybe they don't have concrete plans for them on uh, the main roster, which is why, um, which is why probably like that's why they're just only in backstage segments and haven't had a, an actual match. Maybe yeah. they don't have nothing planned for them, so they said, hey, maybe let's keep the titles on them a little longer just in case. We don't have any concrete plans. We can always just send them back down without anything. But I don't yeah. know. That was that was definitely uh, that was probably the, the weirdest part. But I mean, as far as the match is concerned, it was you know very fast paced, high intense. Um, I loved it. Good match. Yeah. Good crowd opener. Got got the crowd really hyped and uh, ready to absorb everything. And uh, it's, it's nothing nothing to be expected from Undisputed Era because they're they're so good. Yes. But at the same time, um, at least for me, this put the street profits, yeah, street profits, um, a little more in a, in a good light for me. Not that I didn't think they were uh, bad. It just they reminded me so much. This I'll say this real quick. There's a team yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. that comes to uh, House of Glory. Um, you might have heard of them. They they pretty, they pretty much have the same exact gimmick. They're called yeah. House Party. Yes. And um, they they're pretty much those guys. And those guys are very entertaining. Every time I go to House of Glory, I love watching those guys. Um, they're in, it's like a very similar gimmick slash, you know, just, um, overall they got the yeah. cups, they come out, they come out with cups, you know, and they have the hype music. They doing dance moves in the ring. They're, um, athletic, uh, black guys. They're both tall, very, very tall guys. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's a very similar gimmick. Yeah. So, um, I guess I was like, I, I came into this as with, as far as the street profits is something like, eh, like. I've seen this before, but no, they're they're very good and um yeah, it's just overall good match. Yes. And yeah, like uh you know, that dude like Montez Ford, man, like that dude, he has a future. Like I've been hearing a lot of people give praises to him. And Dawkins, he's good too. Yeah. But it's more so on Montez Ford that you see him as like, holy shit, that 
this guy can fucking go, you know, he's tall, athletic, and I, I guess that's why they, you know, they hire him. You know, as a team, they're good, and and Montez has has you know something to buy as that look. He can definitely talk. He can definitely go in the ring. So he he can definitely be a single star down the line. Once yeah, you know sure. the the whole tag team thing goes, you know, if they decide to split them up, which I hope they don't. I, I don't want them to split up, but if they were to, and they package him him right then he will definitely be a good single star. And, oof, because he, like that, like, when he he's in when he's in, in the ring, man, like, it's insane, like, just the stuff he can do. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, and I like it. Like, I'm a fan. It's just that I wish that, of course, they will, you know, use them if they're going to be on, on main roster television, do something else. But if they don't have concrete plans, eh. But it's weird, like, I would. I was expecting for the unexpected error just to you know take you know to take up shop to just have a clean sweep, and you know Adam Cole you know fell on the promise. He said that you know the undisputed error is going to be draped in gold. Yeah. Oh. Yep, and yep. yeah, so this is strike one. Mm-hmm. Oof. I was like, I oh. I can see look. him. I can. I can see him. Kind of. You know. Calling out Roddy, which it's kind of you know we'll get into in a minute, but uh, yeah, you know, calling out Roddy, Fish, and O'Reilly, you know, hey guys, I I won my match. Yeah, what uh, happened to you? Like, what happened to you guys? What happened with y'all? But I won mine, you know. I had three matches, so yeah. there's no excuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. At three matches, so like you, you guys suck. <laughs> I won twice. <laughs> you guys didn't even win once. Oh man, that's really good. <laughs> oh man. I, I can't, I cannot, like, I don't, again, I don't want them to split up. If anything, they can go, uh, they cannot split up. Like, uh, like, out of, uh, obviously Cole, he's over, but at the same time, like, if you take Roderick Strong out, he's just going to go, he's going to flounder. Yeah. He's really going to flounder. Like, you saw when him joining the Undisputed Era was the best thing that happened to his career. Absolutely. It, Absolutely, that's the best I thing 100%. Yeah, yeah. Because he was just flaunting a nice baby face. And, you know, we'll talk about that later on in, in the Triple Threat match for the North American title. But what I want to talk about is. Uh, wait, oh, I just want to say, re- just real yeah. quick, the last thing I'll finalize on this topic, since we just yeah. brought that up, is that yeah. um, not every, they don't need to, to break up. Not everyone needs to break up, you know, stables. Yes. And eventually, when they do come up to the main roster, uh, the main roster needs a strong stable. The, the fact that every stable that has been in NXT that has came up and has done nothing is is a damn shame. Yeah. So I'm hoping when these guys do eventually get called up that, you know, immediately push them to the moon. Yes. You no, know, we haven't had a strong uh, NXT. And technically, these guys weren't even NXT uh, stable. They were a stable on the main roster. Um, yes. Was the Shield. The Shield was the last dominant stable to come out of nxt and technically those guys weren't like in nxt they weren't a stable they were just three yes. NXT guys they became a stable on the main roster but yeah yes. um that's all i just wanted to say on that you can continue okay yeah like i sincerely hope they don't break these guys up and when they do eventually come up to the main roster like they have a six month storyline built for them or a year accommodating into wrestlemania like some sort of like the way that you got to bring them in hot. You got to essentially just tear up shop, fuck shit up. Like how the shield did. 
you know, how well the Nexus did as well, like how, how they did. And just learn from your mistakes. Like, have a plan just because, oh, well, like, I, I didn't make these guys, so, you know, whatever. Like, no, you got to cut that shit out. Let, let Triple H do his thing because you have something. Like, how many, you know, men and women came out from NXT and they were just gutted. They, were, they weren't used. They were losing. They were squandering. Like, enough of that. But mm-hmm. hopefully... As with the Fox deal, gold, you know, when that gets, you know, when in uh, October, when they move to Fox, like shit has to change. But this is NXT. This is not the main roster. So fuck all that. Right now, we're going to talk about Io Shirai versus uh, Kenneth LeRae in a normal wrestling match. And also, by the way, uh, Street Profits uh, retain, by the way. So that's strike one for the expedition of gold for the Unexpected Era, by the way. So, Jesus Christ, Rome, when Io Shirai came out. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. I was like. She's very, very beautiful. Yes. Very beautiful. No, I'm not. Very (laughs) beautiful woman. And, uh, man, this is a great turn. Yes. Like this is uh so far this turn is working out. I remember be- people being a little hesitant at first when it happened, but no, 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 she is all in. Yes, and people all don't know. Yeah, people don't know if if you haven't watched Lucha Underground, uh, you know the Black Lotus Gang. She was uh, Itokiri. Oh, I didn't she, know that. Yeah, she had a a match with uh with Pentagon. And, you know, of course, intergender match, you know, WWE doesn't do that. It's unfortunate. But just the punishment that she took and the punishment that she gave the Pentagon, I was like, holy shit. Like, this match was... And then her look, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the you know, the black tights on black. Oh, the, everything, the, yeah. Oh, my God. I'll, you know, I didn't I didn't know if she was in heel in either when she was uh, back when she competed in Japan. Because I'm not too familiar with her work. I always heard her name, but I wasn't too familiar yeah work but she seems very comfortable playing this character uh her mannerisms uh the the moves she does in the ring um yes. she's very comfortable at being a heel and it's uh i i like this a lot man yeah dude uh, I, I yeah. like it's 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 very telling when a you know person fits in their role and and they they quickly become you know acclimated to it and you can obviously see that in this match tonight you can obviously see you know and i, I wish they can do that with Vasca. and i don't keep on talking about the main yeah. roster yeah. You know, yeah. hypocrite but you know it's like it's crazy like the way that you know her manner is like you said her mannerisms you know her talking trash and and you know in japanese and and just her her movements and just you know just her her whole arsenal Mm-hmm. And she beat, and, and we'll talk about Cancel Ray because, of course, we don't see her wrestle a lot in NXT. Yeah, yeah. So this is her a trainer. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Yes, this is her first um takeover wrestling, I believe, if I'm not if I'm not mis- uh, mistaken, because we don't see her wrestle. And like you said, she's a trainer, and you know she's usually involved in angles and whatnot. But mm-hmm. this is her first like like takeover. So to see her, like, uh, and I was happy. And she's also uh, very, very, 
you know, cute. And she's with uh, Gargano. She's yeah, it's Gargano. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. Candace, uh, Candace Lorray too. Uh, I think she's very good. Um, she it's it's weird because she's she's one of the, the talents that they could have brought in the company, and they could have pushed the whole you know women's revolution behind her. She's definitely all of that. Yeah, she's, she's a pretty woman who can go. You know what I mean? And, it, and not that that necessarily is the criteria, but, you know, it is for them. That's their criteria. Um, but she's someone they could have uh, brought her in to do that, but they brought her in to be a trainer. Yes. And she's still very young. It's not like she's um, – I can understand if she's an older woman where it's like, okay, you know, uh, you know, we'll just bring you in as a trainer. You don't see much in you, um, you know, as possibly being a star. But as she showed last night, she can still go. I think this was actually uh, one of my favorite matches on the card. Yes. Uh, this was Mine too. Damn, yeah. This was a damn good match. Um, and, it, and it made me excited to see more of, of uh, EO, of Heel EO. Yes. Um, it, it, I like the, the suplex to the uh, announce table. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was fucking, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> that was and, um, that um That avalanche Spanish fly. <sighs> yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, I, like, I, you know, have a little little mini prayer when mm-hmm. about to do that like anyone man Every woman time. but it's beautiful that move is fucking beautiful and um just the the reversal that counselor did when he was about to go for um one of one of the moves I forgot and it was crazy I think it was a, a Rana you know a Hurricane Rana a reverse Rana yes it but, was yeah, I was like holy shit like it was sick, dude, like we need to see Candace Russell more like Holy shit! And she was a good opponent for for EO. And there was like maybe like one or two like like missteps, but it happens. But overall, the match was fucking good. This this woman's match was great. And if they can somehow, we'll talk about the the woman's title match. But mm-hmm. this is what two characters are. This is how two you know power characters at one heel, like one definite heel. And then you want have you have one baby face, yes. you know, underdog baby face, and that dynamic was missing in the women's how match. But we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, inside joke. yeah, inside joke right there for <laughs> those who were wondering. But this this match between Candice and Eo was so good, and I was impressed. I love her her ring gear. Like I was scared that it was gonna come it, it came off yeah but i was scared that it was gonna pop off and like you know we didn't want that but luckily it, it held and you know candace you know cute she she can definitely go she she has that that heart mm-hmm. you know that 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 no die spirit that gargano has so um i hope that the story may, may conclude into something into something more because you know just started but we'll see but this match was good eo fucking great and she won the match via a submission mm-hmm. she basically trapped uh candace's right arm so she couldn't tap out so that yeah, was, that was fucking, nice that was good 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 stuff good healing yeah good, good finish too because tapping and, out, tapping out um you can pin someone but tapping out is like it's always a bit more brutal you know what i mean i yeah. you quit essentially yep. Exactly. I kicked your ass so much that you said I, I don't want to take it anymore. Yep. So please, please, just don't beat me anymore, please. <laughs> 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 oh 
Oh my god, I, I, okay. it was coming. It, it was yeah, definitely yeah. coming. Um, but yeah, like anyone can can you know you can win a pinfall. Great, hallelujah. Hey, it's Sunday. You know, sue mm. me. But tapping someone out is just that brutal. And I was watching some old matches with you know Ken Angle and and whatnot, and they do when when you tap out. Especially when he he got tapped out. Oh, I didn't tap, and it's 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 demoralizing. Like yo, it like, it's one thing to lose, but it's like yo, like like I did not tap. You know, I, I didn't tap. I didn't tap. It's like yes, you did. And it's like you know, just for for someone to tap out like that is like yo, like it's much more devastating. It, it hurts the ego. It bruises it, and it, that's why like the way that the match concluded, it had to end via you know submission. So. That is why, like, I, I love submissions. I love submission matches. I love matches being, you know, you know, uh, ended with a submission. Mm-hmm. You know, pinfalls being one. You know, but yeah, like, essentially, I cannot wait to see more of Heel Eo. Oh my God, <laughs> I, I can I can talk about her for hours, but we don't have that much time, unfortunately. So yeah, good match. So now we go to. The brawl, like we were talking about earlier, the brawl with um, Matt Riddle killing Dane, and he was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, bro, bro, bro!" Like, <laughs> like <laughs> killing Dane, get your hairy ass out here, and like, um, damn, like he needs a weed whacker, but um, yeah, he's uh, it's a hairy boy. Yeah, hairy boy. And um, speaking of killing Dane, um, if you remember him from uh, what culture pro wrestling, uh, Big Demo. Mm-hmm. And how tiny the world title from their promotion looked like, because you know he was a big dude. You know, he's yeah. a big dude, so that looked like a fucking like like a like a little belt that you put around your waist. It looked like a toy. It looked like um for for the older audience um yeah. back in in the in the mid nineties, the WCW tag team titles were like extremely small. Yes. So every time Big Show would like if Big Show won it with like Scott Hall, it looked like he had like it looked like a kid's belt. Like, <laughs> Like one of the Toys R Us belts you'd have on. Oh, man, like the little mini tour replica belts that they have on yeah. the shop. Like, uh, like looks like a fucking, looks like a, like a, a towel. He's wearing a little, like, little sheet. It's like that tiny. Like, oh, man. But yeah, like, you know, I, I bring up uh, World Culture Pro Wrestling because uh, recently they had to, uh, you know, they had to close shop. Yeah, they closed up. And yeah. it's unfortunate. So, you know, just bringing up Big Damo because uh, he, ooh, like his uh, his tenure there was was pretty awesome. Like the first year or so, you know, had had his uh had its uh you know blemishes, but of course, like with any any promotion, it's it was just it just started up. So, you know, shouts out to Killian Dane, also known as uh, formerly known as Big Damo, and World Culture Pro Wrestling, and all the the former. Well, culture guys, because those guys, those guys were like they made that that promotion go. The the new one, unfortunately, it, it didn't. It, it was uh oh man, it it just it wasn't cutting it. It wasn't mm-hmm. cutting it. But like shout outs to shout outs to that promotion. Like it was a fun alternative. Like it was it was a niche promotion. It, you know, had his moments, had his matches. It had the rebirth for so many. Uh, you know, competitors that we watch and admire now. So, you know, shout outs to World Culture Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, 
but this brawl, man, like, oh, <laughs> uh, this is the spot where they they were breaking them up. And of course, you know, these were indie guys, and these indie guys, yeah, always, uh, yeah. yeah, always uh, home, uh, home. Was it uh, people that work like the town that they're in? So it's like it's like. Whatever town uh, uh, in Canada that they were in, it was like it's like yeah, let's get guys, let's just get let's get guys from the locals out here. It's just uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there's one where uh, where uh, you know they had Damo and Matt Riddle fall off the I believe fall off the the stage I believe yeah. yeah and there was one one of the one of the security guards and you know he was like there in the edge and was like. What was what are you doing? <laughs> like what is he was like waiting. He was like like oh like come on guys, come on guys. Like, I'm waiting. It was like that was hilarious. But yeah. just the fact that Matt Riddle missed came his out. Missed Q probably. Yeah, he probably missed his Q most yeah. likely. But it's all good. It happens. You know he, he mm-hmm. instead of getting five hundred bucks, he's getting three hundred bucks. He's gonna get three hundred. Yeah. And catering. Yeah. You know it's it's gonna be funny in in like eight years when like. One of those security guards becomes world champion, and then they're like, "I had to get my start in this company being a security guard." And then they show like old footage of that because you know they <laughs> tend to do that. And uh, on WWE, they show like even on their YouTube channel, they'll have um, it'll be like uh, top superstars before they were famous, and it'll show like uh, you know, oh, it's like Cesaro. There was a uh, I think when Randy Orton and Triple H were having their feud yeah. um, in 2009, I think it was, and like Cesaro was like one of the security guards protecting Randy Orton or something, or how CM Punk was in John Cena's entrance at WrestleMania um, 2006. Yeah. Uh, he was, you know, CM Punk was a part of John Cena's entrance. Like, they show videos like that, like, oh, they, you know, or you see um, one of the Usos. I remember one of the Usos were in a, uh, they were they were considered, they were one of the jobbers. They were like a tag mm-hmm. team match against uh, Deuce and Domino. Like, Deuce and Domino's debut was against, like, one of the Usos and some other random jobbers. So, like, you'll see, oh, wow. you know, it's cool when they have stuff like that. So you'll, you'll see that in the future for one of these security guys. Oh, guys. definitely. One of these guys. Oh, for <laughs> but, sure. But uh, as far as the the angle, I thought it was good. Um, I get them not having a match, like I said, because, hey, you don't want to take away from other matches. Yeah. Um, and this is good. This just build up to make you want more. Yes, and I want. I want to see. I want to see Matt Riddle, regardless of all the antics he's doing on social media. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, like oh my god! But that's just you know, I, that's just social media, man. man. That's him. Trolling. Yeah, and, and, some... and he's and he's you know he's trying to get uh you know he's I guess getting his name out there in a certain way. People don't take yeah. him serious, but a lot of people take Matt Riddle serious. Uh, a yeah. lot of people think Matt Riddle is is the you know he's he's gonna be the breakout well one of the breakout stars of NXT. We'll talk yeah. about the next breakout star in a minute. Um, oh yes, Oof. but you know I think he. Uh, he, you know, he's he's definitely a guy that you got to watch out for when he eventually comes up to the main roster. Um, yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, they're Rome, Rome, Rome. Uh, getting heat with the office almost instantly. Oh, were you yeah. cut out there for a second one? Oh, oh yeah. crap! Uh, yeah, it's all good. We, we edit that out. But what you were saying again? Oh, uh, I was saying um, he's a, he's a guy you got to watch out for, and in more ways than one, in terms of like he's a guy that you know he he took to wrestling so fast. You know, he took yes. to wrestling so good, so well, so strong from the MMA uh, coming from MMA, 
And, you know, you have to watch out for him because, you know, he's going to be a, you know, that alone makes him a, a top contender and a guy that that can be a major player on the main roster. But yes. also you have to you have to watch out for him because he's a guy that I can see getting heat with the office like almost instantly. Yeah. <laughs> see him saying something like the first week he's <laughs> on there. He'll call Vince McMahon bro and like Vince bro or bro. bro. Like he'll, you know what I mean? You're jobbing the fucking Braun Strowman. (laughs) That will teach you to call me bro. Right? Bro. Well, Vince will see him pull up with his slippers on and his suit, and he's like, I got slippers on. I don't get it. I don't get it. (laughs) Next minute, you know, Matt Riddle's on main event wrestling, you know, Lucha House Party or whatever on main event, you know. But, uh, but this point, (laughs) fuck Vince at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Oh but yeah, God. just about the segment though. Yeah, it was just—I think it was a strong segment, and it just makes you want more. So I can't wait to see yeah. what these guys come up with next. You know, their level of aggression they'll go yeah. to. Just that build that intensity. Yeah, you know, that, that intensity just grows and grows, and then you just have that that big blow off match. And like, I wanna, I want Matt Riddle to be on the main roster, and him just you know going after Lesnar. But you know, again. We'll definitely talk about Riddle, uh, you know, in the upcoming, you know, months when uh, we have more takeovers and whatnot. I cannot wait. But, yeah, man, he's like he's someone to look up for. Like He's definitely that, that one that he can bring legitimacy to uh, the main roster because it needs it. Mm-hmm. It really needs it. Like, yeah, we have Brock Lesnar but and we have Rodney Rousey, but we need more of that. And it's a shame because, again, no one is built up the way that they should be in the main roster so mm. yeah but at last we go back to our regular scheduled triple threat match for the North American title and it is North American champion Velveteen Dream Velveteen Dream oh yeah versus Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong and it's good to see Pete Dunne back first off yeah. Like another one, like he's so young. He has so many years ahead of him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he, he recently lost the UK title to uh, Walter. Mm-hmm. That was back at uh, a yeah. takeover uh, Jersey, right? Yes. Yeah. That, 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 like, I want to, like, damn, like, this, this one, it's like one minute, that match, it, it was, you know, few too many, uh, you know, uh, kickouts on finishers but that match was like yo like this you see this big fucking guy from austria and you're like the fuck like this yeah. guy looks like like i like i would not want to cross him in a dark alley or in a well-lit alley he's, like he's nathan jones if nathan jones could work like yeah <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> he's nathan jones he's nathan jones uh like just if he if he like, had an idea of how to do anything else but a scoop slam, you know, like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that 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 match, man. Like, and then they they have a stable now in, in NXT uh, UK yeah, yeah. UK yeah, like and they're doing some good stuff too, and and they have a uh, a takeover during um All Out weekend, so. I will definitely be reviewing that. But yeah, this match for the North American title, man, um, I call it the match of the night. And mm-hmm. like, it did not disappoint. Like, you had 
the you had the the dynamic of Dream, of course, trying to keep his title, and you had Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. They had history because, as you know, Roderick Strong turned heel mm-hmm. and betrayed Pete Dunne during he the turned on him. Yeah. during the the tag team uh, classic for you know, and then he joined on the Speed of Era. Yeah, that was so last year. Yeah, that was a lot of that was a lot of history. So it worked. This match worked on so many levels with Dunn and and Strong, and then you had Velveteen Dream. Just of course, being being himself, trying to get that and trying to keep his title, trying to retain his title, and the interactions that you know he had with with Dunn, especially you know the the few glimpses of uh, teamwork because you know this is a triple threat. So no. Yeah. No uh, DQ, which I love about these triple threat matches. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm a fan of uh, triple threat, man. I love, yeah. love triple threat matches, too. I understand the workers are not too fond of them, though, apparently, because it's yeah. like, I, I don't know. I, I just always heard that actual, like, booking triple threats, people don't like, like, workers don't like them. But I think from a spectating yeah. uh, standpoint, I, I love triple threats. The no DQ factor um, I like the team up aspect where sometimes two guys will team up and fight a guy and, you know, um, you know, especially if it's a guy they see is more of a threat. I mm-hmm. like the aspect of, um, you know, sometimes you eliminate a guy from the equation and then two guys work and then one of those guys get eliminated and the next guy comes back in and it starts another. It's like almost like, you know, sections breaks between the match between a triple yes. threat. You know, you're having singles matches in between. So I, I do like the dynamic of a triple threat. Yeah, it was this so. Was no, good. This was no exception. Yeah. Yeah, so good. Like I, I was just like glued to this match, and especially when Pete Dunne he goes and try to uh, just snap the fingers, and oh my god, like that. Yeah. That's so brutal, and I just love the fact that you know Pete Dunne just goes after the, the the limbs and and the fingers, like, and it's supposed to fucking hurt. Like he makes shit look like they fucking mm-hmm. hurt and that's what you need in wrestling you, you need that in wrestling you, you need that legitimacy and that that, that pain factor that, hey like this shit fucking hurts like I got my, my fingers broken like this shit hurts like I'm being capacitated for a while you know mm-hmm. like it's it's and this match was so good and I thought man I thought that at, at some moments that uh, Roderick was gonna have it Cause, uh, dude, his his um his uh he's the Messiah of the Brat Breaker, and holy like this like man, say what you want about Roderick Strong, like he he has his gas tank, he has a larger gas tank, so he can he can go in in a lot of matches, and he showed like he well yeah I'll say this about Roddy yeah. Roddy, you know. People might forget that he's he's a part of that elite, you know, that mid two thousands Ring of Honor class up there with CM Punk and AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, you know, Christopher Daniels, all those guys. Um, he's he's in that class, that early two thousands, mid two thousands Ring of Honor class of talent. Um, it just took him a while to get signed to WWE because of you know he's bland man, and it, that's yeah. just it is what it is. He's he's bland. He's bland, generic wrestler. A, I mean, being in Undisputed Era has given him a new lease on life. Yes. But, you know, an interesting dynamic to the character. But um, he, Roddy can go, man. Roddy's a great yes. wrestler. He's a fantastic wrestler. Um, yes. He's just not very colorful. And, yes. that's, and that's the thing, you know. Um, but he's, you know, he he's definitely, 
he's he's up he's he's from that elite class man that that real strong dominant um you know mid 2000s ring of honor class and some tna guys he's a part of that like those are like the real you know these are the guys that were turning the business around you know for work rate yes um, you know these are the guys that grew up watching the chris benoit's the eddie guerrero's the dean malenko's you know the jericho's the, you know those guys watch grew up watching those dudes and so they can they can work you know that that elite uh, you know, mid two thousands class of, of Ring of Honor talent. Those guys could work. So, you know, no slouch on Roddy. Roddy is great, yeah. man. You know, he was a good, you know, guy to put to, um, you know, to control the match basically. To um, not control the match itself, but you know what I mean. Uh, um, what's the term? Uh, you know, he called it. My bad. Yeah. The match. There we go. Uh, yes. He was a great fodder um, to to help out the two young, uh, two young gunners, two young lions, and Velveteen yes. uh, Dream. You know, and uh, dude, Velveteen yeah. Dreams uh, entrance with, yeah. when he came out with the Toronto Raptors. Uh, yeah, he always did some type yeah, of entrance. Always, like he did not disappoint. Like one thing, like he has a total package. You can talk, you can go in the ring, and he has you know that charisma and just the the, the showmanship. He has that that whole package, mm-hmm. and he like what you were talking about Matt Riddle being one of the breakout stars Team Dream is oh, definitely yep. definitely the other breakout star number two yep remember A1B. yep remember we used to go to NXT house shows in Asbury Park uh, yep. New Jersey here for those of you who don't know like NXT had you know they have house shows in New Jersey and we used to go yep and oh my god we saw Velveteen Dream when he was, you know, Patrick Clark and like he was finding himself. He didn't, yeah, he was because he went through a phase where he was like the Patriot, like the Patriot Patrick Clark. Yeah, and we even saw him before that where he was just Patrick Clark. <laughs> there yes. was nothing else. He came out with a uh, with a football jersey on, and he, you know, he he trash talked Asbury Park, you know, um, but. But that was it. You know, yep. he didn't even have he wasn't even a Patriot yet. And the Patriot yes. gimmick didn't work. So this was maybe like, you know, really early. He I don't even know if he was on the next TV at the time when we saw him yeah. work. But to to see him though, you know, it's it's amazing when you see that. Like we just watching him at a house show, you know, and we see him and we're like, Oh, this guy looks he looks okay. He doesn't look too bad, you know. Same thing with I think Mandy Rose um yeah. worked that night too. Yeah. Um, it was one of her first matches, but yeah, we were like, you know, he, he's like, okay, we see he's got something, he's got something to him, you know, he can definitely grow, and it's to see where he's come from, and short amount, this was like what, 2017? Yeah, you know, like, this is like two years later, and and look at this guy, he is, he's everything, he's money. Yeah, man, like just that that growth, man, like seeing him from you know these being regular Patrick Clark and trying out. These gimmicks, and then finally finding that 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 niche, that right, you know, again like Goldilocks, mm-hmm. just that right gimmick for him, and he is taking it, and he's elevated, and he's so over, like anywhere, and I think he's um, hometown. Uh, I believe they they mentioned that he was. Oh, I'm he's not from Canada. Sure. I think so. They uh, were mentioning. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, that. if that's not the case, you know, we apologize. That's why I was hearing from um I know he wore the colors. He wore the uh yeah. colors. Um, you know, I know I know that, but I didn't know he Yeah. Did. I got I gotta I gotta look that up, but yeah, like he, he got a like a huge pop and like 
wow. And I know, of course, oh, it's NXT, the crowd is small, but he, dude, is over. And trust me, give him more time, have, give him a, a world title run down the line, mm-hmm. and he will, and you bring him up, and you, you promote him, you build him up, he's going to be gold for the main roster in the coming years if they build him right. Because he he's one of those breakout stars, him and yes. Riddle, and don't have to change much. Talk. They need. There needs to be some type of communication between the NXT writers and the main roster writers. There has to be some type of communication. Um, yes. You don't need to change anything. Don't change anything about him. He's fine. He's doing good. Yes. Don't change. Don't tweak. Don't change his name. Don't add a coffin to his entrance. Don't <laughs> add a ricocheted bullet to his entrance. Like, just no. Just <laughs> leave him how he is. Call him up. You know what I mean? And and that's it. And you go from there. He he has it all. He's a great he's a great worker for such for someone who's not like who hasn't been in the business that long. Dude's hella young. He's like twenty four years old. He's like extremely young. He's tall. He's like six three. He's got a nice. He has it all. Um, you know, and if you want to go that extra mile, he has the minority. Um, you know, he has the, he has a minority effect too. He's uh, yeah. he's he's a black man. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. if you want to cater to that audience, that's it right there. He's a good yeah. talker. He's got a good character, and that's what you need as far as mainstream wrestling is a great character. And he yes. he's got it all. He just has to keep learning, and that's it. So he'll he'll definitely be a player, you know. But if they mess if if he doesn't if he doesn't reach the success that he has that he that he can make that yes. we all know he can i guarantee it'll be from the main roster and it won't be from him it'll be from yeah. the suits on the, on the main roster not knowing what to do and killing yet another nxt talent yep and there's so many um uh tombstones mm. because uh many have come and, and some of them recovered but a lot of them haven't like more yeah. haven't recovered than the ones that did, and it sucks. And you have potential, and they willing to go. And the, these, when you're young, you're hungry, you're ambitious, so you're willing to do anything and everything in your power to make sure that you you get over and you perfect your craft and you hone your craft. But it's always the suits. It's always the the executives with, with you know with you know white collar execs with the suits, you know fucking things up because it's all corporate yep you know they don't understand the business so that's what you got and it's unfortunate that you you gotta you gotta see this happen every time every fucking time but yeah man um the dream is over for pete dunn and roderick strong because uh now i don't walk out with the with the north american title yeah uh team dream Retains here in a just, uh, I still feel is a match of the night for me. Yeah, very aggressive, man. Very good match. I love the, uh, I love the spot where um they were where he where uh, Pete Dunn was kicking. He was kicking Roddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Velveteen. And then they just like started reversing, and they were like they were on the ground, but they were kicking him like up where like I just like the intensity. Yeah, like it was a fight. You know, it was it was a it was a fight. Yes. And that's one of the things I love, man. Just the, the, oh, sorry, uh, my bad. It's just one of the things I love about, you know, these brutal matches when you have like, you know, uh, wrestlers that they can they can hit rough and, and stiff. Like it's so it's just so refreshing seeing like moves connect and and and, and punches and, yeah. and whatnot. Just 
just kicks and punches connect, moves connect, the brutality, you know, snapping fingers, attacking joints. And you need that. And it's I love the brutality. That that's why people may not like him and understand why. And this, you know, obviously, but with Lesnar, and we'll talk about that with, with the SummerSlam yeah. uh uh, you know, uh, uh predictions, like just his brutality. And you, you, you like that. Especially with, you know, what we're going to be talking about next is the women's championship, the NXT women's title match with Shayna Baszler defending against uh, Mia Yim. Mm. You know, that brutality and Mia Yim exhibit that in this match as well. And it's it's crazy. Like, I like that. I really enjoyed the the brutality that these two showed even when Shayna was, you know, with one broken wing, she was able to to, you know, take and dish out the, the brutality. Um but what do you what do you think of this match? Cause so, I I uh this to me this was the, the weakest match on the card, but it wasn't a bad match. You know, you always have to put that asterisk next to it um because people assume when you say something is weak that it's terrible and it's like no the card was strong like all of these nxt cards the card is always it's you always get good matches so it's like hey you know just because this is a the weakest match it doesn't make it a bad match uh for me like i said it was it wasn't um it was the weakest match to me but it wasn't a bad match um it's something What's kind of weird is I listened to uh, Solo Monster's podcast. Shout out to Solo Monster. Shout out to I listened to, to Solo Monster, and he, he he brought up something that that made a good point to me. And he was saying how it just didn't feel like the match. It felt like a like NXT like a regular NXT show match. He, yes. You know, he doesn't think Mia Yim is uh, at that level, you know, yes. of uh, of uh, I guess of a marquee name, and I can understand that. Yeah. Um, you know, he was saying basically that, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, um. You just didn't feel like the, the like her being a challenger. It was like almost a dead giveaway that she wouldn't win, and um, maybe that's what tainted the match a little bit too. Because I had that that thought too. I was like, um, you know, maybe maybe it's just hey, another match will give another um, notch on on uh, Shayna Baszler's belt. You know, uh, another win for her. Yes. Um, but it it shouldn't feel that way because this is like the second biggest takeover. Um, this should be your like this should be a, a very good this should be a top match you know this should be a top marquee match on the card um especially it's for your second biggest title you know yes. uh yeah, third biggest it depends how you how you rank it the all NXT yeah. titles are are, are uh, prestigious though yes. at any rate but um and yeah and, and the thing is I like I followed Mia Yim's career a bit because I used to watch her Back in TNA when she was uh, she was Jade that was her name in yes. TNA uh, was it the Dollhouse was the stable yeah the Dollhouse yes yeah it was her um, I forget the uh, it was a Dominican girl She's so so beautiful I forget her name uh, and the and the leader of Dollhouse was uh, T- uh, Terry was her name I think she was from I know she was on NXT not NXT she was on ECW that when they had the uh, WWE ECW she was like the general manager. Uh, Taryn, uh, Ter- uh, Terrence 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 Yeah, Terrence Terrell. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, Terrence I forgot what they called her in, in TNA, but yeah, she was like the leader of the stable, and yeah. which was funny because she was like the least. Um, like her work rate wasn't as good, and you know Jade, aka Mia Yim, ended up being the breakout star. She ended up having numerous great matches with Gail Kim, 
you know, later on when she broke out of that stable. And she was kind of like becoming a second Gail Kim in terms of like her work rate and just being an ambassador for the, the knockouts division over there. So, yeah. you know, seeing her come over here to NXT was uh, very good. But it seems like it's a bit of a slow burn. Um, yeah. But uh, once again, the match was it was okay. It wasn't a terrible match. Um, I did like the the aggressiveness in there. I think Shayna Baszler is really good, and I can't yeah. wait till she comes up. Uh, she's gotten better, man. To like, the main roster, yeah, she's she's another one, man. These MMA, MMA uh, wrestlers, you know, UFC, MMA, any uh, you know, mixed martial arts, which is MMA. Um, <laughs> people from that that world, man, they're they're coming to this and Olympic athletes, you know. People like yes. that, they're coming to wrestling and they're and they're just picking it up like that, like it's nothing. So um, yeah, kudos to her. Yeah, man, and and I, I get it. People may not like her, um, you know, understandably so. But the fact of the matter is, she's improving. Like a, she's improving. Mm-hmm. You know, every match that she has, she gets better. And I remember that that match that she had where she got her her um, you know, her uh. Her shoulder dislocated. She popped it. Yeah, that was fucking like yo. You don't see that in wrestling, like stuff like that. Yeah, it was a great visual. You don't see shit like that, and to and to have like again, you need that 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 um that realism, that legitimacy with with uh, wrestling, and you have these people that were in MMA, and they they they're catching this. They, they absorbing it like a sponge does to water or any liquid for that matter. And you you need like you need to build around the, these these guys. Matt your Matt Riddles, your Shayna Baszler's, you know, Ronda Rousey she was around. Like, yeah. That that's how that's how you you, you can make this legitimate. Cause it, it can be, but the fact that you have a lot of, you know, kickouts and super kicks and flip the doos and flip the dot and all that stuff. But you kind of need that legitimacy. And Shayna Baszler brings it to the women's division. It's just that, it's just that she needs better opponents to go against, to go up against. And uh, Mia Yim, while she's talented and you know her, you know her story to, you know, coming into to wrestling and working our way up it's cool but just the gimmick didn't make any sense to me to like she's a baby face but she's doing gang tactics i was like and people didn't react to her like i was expecting okay they got nice reaction didn't get much of a reaction and i was like yo like this is not good yeah this is not this is not good at all like and just the whole gimmick i, I think that if she were to drop it and like she can have that 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 spitfire personality, the the you know never say die attitude, or just edge a little bit of edge to her. It can work, but just this, I don't know. I really don't know. And she brought it. She 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 brought Sheena to her limit almost. But you already knew she was winning. You already know she was winning like off the off the jump. So it's like yeah, let's uh, you know good match, but you know not a bad match. But you already knew who was winning. And I hope that this will bring someone else better to to have Shayna fight, or maybe she'll show yeah. up at, at a women's tournament and she'll go out to Becky Lynch and she'll win the women's title. You know, if uh, Natty doesn't win it here tonight, but we need like something 
drastically to change so we can have someone good for Becky Lynch to go to go up against. Yeah. Which is so badly. It's really sad you saying that because of the the talent pool on the main roster. You know, the talent pool (laughs) is ridiculous, but it's like, I mean, I want to say ridiculous, but you have very good talent and you have, you have some that are not so good, but you have very good talent there that they could be doing stuff with. But, you know, I mean, we'll talk about that later because, uh, Oh, one of them sure. is actually fighting for the SmackDown Women's title, but uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, that brings us to the whew, main event of the evening. We have the challenger Johnny Gargano and his uh, you know, his his Marvel inspired wrestling gear is dope. I can like, yeah. He's getting really green. good at that. <laughs> yeah, whoever whoever is designing, because he of course he has to have the 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 mind to say, hey, like, you know, I want this, I want this stuff like this. But mm. whoever's designing back there, the 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 ring gear, give him or her that raise, please, for the yeah, love of God. Deserve they they deserve it. They these these the gear that they put on for the talent when you know, especially when it's the bigger shows like the Manias and the SummerSlams and the take over you know the, the the SummerSlam weekend takeovers and stuff they really um they do it up for them they they unsung heroes of WWE as they say um they definitely do it up and and no little, little cheap pop by Gargano because Wolverine is from Canada yes a little cheap pop yeah. no cheap. I yeah. See. yeah he he, he I was, see you, Bob. yeah this one's for you more <laughs> he tried but you know, he, he tried to do it for more for tonight, but uh tried. Yeah, we're gonna get into this cause this is a doozy. So this was a two out of three falls match. Um the first match being a normal wrestling match, then the yes. second fall being a street fight, and then the third and final fall, because of course you know with these two out of three falls matches, it will you know, it will get into the third fall always. Mm-hmm. So this was a, a hell of a main event. There was some issues I had, like I, all of us, we were talking on and off, you know, off air and yeah. we were talking about this. Like there was a lot of issues, but the match was good. It, it delivered. And again, we just seen this match too many times and it's unfortunate because these, these two can go, but it was just certain things like in the beginning already countering and, and just countering counters and countering those counters because they were countering those counters. It's like, <laughs> yeah, let's like, this is the first, this is the first fall. This is the first match. Usually you, you get to doing that towards the end of the second fall or to be in the third. But of course, by the time you reach the third fall, you're already exhausted and you just, you know, not phoning in, but you, you just, doing big power moves, big power spots. But so I get yeah. it, but just the, the way, and then the, the first fall was a normal wrestling match. And of course it was, they were going back and forth, countering their counters. And then Gargano brings in a chair and the ref was saying, don't do it. You're going to get DQ. Don't do it. And he does it. And then he gets DQ and he has a big smile on his face. I'm like, the fuck? Like you're an idiot. <laughs> that would have worked if he was a heel. Yeah, I I think that I think that spot is uh like I got I know some people had complaints about it. I think it was a, a brilliant spot. I but the the factor that yes, he's not a heel is that's definitely what 
made it kind of stupid <laughs> is the fact that because hey, that's it, that's something a heel would do. A heel would, yes. you know, because when you you know the it's basically the thought of you you know you may have won the battle but the war isn't over, right? Yes. That's basically what it is. And it's and it's that hey, I'm hitting you with a chair now. Yeah, you're gonna get this win, but this chair shot is gonna hurt you so much that it's gonna secure me more wins. Yes, I remember uh, a funny tie into this um, back when I was younger. Uh, you know, during the middle school and high school days, uh, my cousins, you know, we, you know, we always have get togethers, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas or whatever it is. Yeah. And, you know, or even just sleepovers and we'd always play whatever wrestling game was out. So here comes yeah. the pain, SmackDown vs. Raw, 2006, 2007, whatever. So me and my cousin, uh, Xavier, shout out to Xavier, we were playing and, um, we used to do like our own storylines and everything, our own, you know, story. And we created a title and all this. Anyways, we had a Iron Man match. And I remember in the Iron Man match, because my character used the ankle lock, uh, yeah. one of my creative characters I had. We had an Iron Man match, and it, um, I hit him with – I was hitting his legs with the chair. So I got DQ'd like three times. And he was mm-hmm. like, why are you like – he was like, yo, that's dumb. You're, you're giving me the wins. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm doing this because now your legs, you know, the, the damage indicator, it goes from normal to yeah. yellow, which is like it hurts, to orange, which is like you can be pinned, but it like hurts, to like when it's red, it's like that's the worst. Your legs are like damaged. So yeah. any almost any submission, you're going to tap. Yes. So because my character submission finish, I mean, the finish was a uh, was a um, ankle lock, I was getting so much meter from the chair shots. So I just kept putting them in the ankle lock and just tapping out. So oh, I gave man. him like three wins, three, four wins by hitting him with the chair. But then I just won like five more times with the ankle lock. <laughs> so it was like, and that, you know, it was pretty funny because, you know, thinking about it now, because it's like, man, that's, that's some good heel stuff, man. I had a great mind that, you know, yeah. at 13, 14, however old I was. But that's basically what I got out of this. And I guess it would have made more sense if it was for, you know, if Adam Cole did it, it would have it would have made more sense because like he's in heel. I get it. Yes. But you can also chalk it up to I guess you know Gargano is going to do anything to win or, you oh. know it's it was just a it was a good spot but it was just the wrong uh, the wrong guy but good yes. spot. Yeah. Um. Like totally the 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 first the first uh, match was you know a pretty good match, but just that like uh the, the psychology wasn't there and I don't know like dude you you know like. We both like admire, you know, Gargano and just the storylines that he had with yeah, Champa. Yeah, like we we love that underdog, and that's how a good underdog should be booked as. But lately, just the it's just the certain psychology hasn't been there. And you know, I was watching the first. I was like, oh, like just suspending disbelief, just not thinking too much, not putting too much into it. But then after you watch it and you you watch it again and you analyze it's like oh boy like there was certain certain things uh this this could have been done without or just certain uh elements that didn't make sense for babyface to do but you yeah. know it is what it is and then with the second fall being a street fight since um uh gagano got dq so call one be a dq so the second fall is a street fight and you'll think okay i dq'd him i hit him with the chair so i'm just gonna well on him with the chair, beat him up with it, and do just do my my finisher, and then pin him, and then get the the, the second fall, so we can go straight into the into the third one. Nope. They instead went. They Gargano did hit him, 
Mm-hmm. They hit him with, with the chair a few times, and then they went around, you know, around the, you know, around the fans. They went to, you know, through the audience, and uh, you know, uh, Adam Cole was it Adam Cole that was on the chair on the on that chair. He was writing on the chair, I believe, that, that part, and it was like. I get it, you know, of course, the street fight, but you will think that immediately just had, like, just welling on him, welling on him, and then just throwing fucking weapons and doing anything to win quickly, quickly as possible, and that didn't happen. It was just kind of, kind of, to me, personally, kind of, it was kind of off, but, of course, what do you think about the second fall here being a street fight? Um, It, it was a good match, uh, the second part. Um, of the match, I think it was a you know it was a nice finish. Um, I mean, it, it wasn't my favorite part of. Uh, we'll get into that because I really like part three. Yeah, me too. Uh, part three was probably the, the best part, but yeah, it was fine. Um, it, I thought it was fine. Um, the way things worked out, it was okay. That's all I can say. It was yeah. a good match. Um, I don't know that. I'll say this. Um, but these two guys are um great, phenomenal talents, both of them. Yes. Adam Cole, another megastar, another guy who just, you know. People love him, man. He gets the biggest reactions, always, you know. Always. Um, you know, and he is the rightful champion of the company. Yes. Uh, but, you know, it's just, you've seen this already. We've seen this three times this year already. Yes. Um, you know, and it's and it's not too far apart. So it's just, uh, yeah. there's a little fatigue on that. Plus, it's, a, it's you know, it's a bit overbooked. Yeah. This has to be it. Like this, yeah, yeah. This, this has to be it. Like, no more, oh, I get a rematch or whatever. No, this it. You've done everything it's you gonna could become, to win. It's going to become Batista, like, 2006, <laughs> 2007 levels of comment, of commentary where, like, Batista was literally, every week Batista was, like, getting a world title match. Like, he keeps losing. He lost yeah. the edge, like, four times. And then he's, like, Teddy Long comes out. Batista, I'm going on one-on-one, what a Like, yeah. it was like <laughs> you know, it's getting to that level of, kind yeah. of you know, just, like, how many world titles is Batista? How many world title shots is Batista gonna get against Undertaker and Edge? Like, yeah. can we give, you know, someone else a chance on this fight? Like, you know, and I love Batista, but it was, you know, enough was enough. We saw yeah. him in the main event, you know, back to back, you know, like eight pay per views straight. He's fighting for the title, and he's either losing it or he'll win it and then lose it. And it's like, all right, and like, you know, and it's getting to that point with uh, Gargano where it's like, um, you know. You're getting too many title shots. Maybe the fact that his booking has been off a little bit is the fact that they just don't know. It, maybe he ran its course. You know, he's done yeah. everything. He's had the world title. He did the the um the shocking turn when uh, when it was him. You know that we found out that attacked Aleister Black. Um, yeah. He's had the, the you know the tag team run with Champa. Uh, you know when they were faces, Champa turned. They had that blood feud, which was uh, you know lasted so long, almost a year. Yeah. Um, you know, it's maybe it's just that he's done everything he can do in NXT, and maybe it's time to uh, take that leap. You know, oh, but time, I don't want to get too far. We finished yeah. the, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's time, baby. Yeah, let's um, let's not get ahead of Russell. But yeah, like you, a lot of good points there, man. But the the third fall was my favorite part, and I haven't seen like there were people saying, oh my God, like two Canadian destroyers. Like how many, like how many, like <laughs> why are they kicking out? It was like, like who kicks out of a Canadian destroyer? Let alone two. I was like, everyone I wrote yeah. someone on Twitter, like everyone, <laughs> because 
it is not a finisher. It's just a, a setup move now. Like you, you mentioned before, it's not yeah. it's not a, a finisher like it used to be back in, you know, two thousand three, two thousand four or whatever. Yeah. You know, the move was, was uh was starting to appear. When it was like, when it was like, Oh my god, that that looks like the most dangerous move ever. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like I'm just gonna do it off a top rope through a table and you're gonna kick out at one and a half. Yeah. But not even not even at one and a half, just you know, point five. <laughs> They're gonna do the um. They're gonna do the big man kick out. You know when you you cover a big man and they push you off. Yeah. You know the uh, Canadian destroy them off the top of the hell in the cell through a fire table and then they're gonna do the big show kick off at zero. <laughs> it's like indie wrestling, man. <laughs> yeah, I love indie wrestling. Uh, man, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, man, that this this was crazy. The, the sledgehammer, the fucking. Uh, the fire extinguisher. It was just these spots, man. You know, uh, super kicking Adam Cole by like, sitting on the chair, and Adam Cole doing a was a sunset uh, uh, a power bomb. Yeah. Nathan Destroyers. Um, just uh, last shot. Adam Cole doing the last shot to Gargano, but he moved out of the way and hit the chair instead. That was um and of course his his leg was injured prior so that you know just brought it to another level you know with the injuries and this this part with the match was like great and then that ending just you know on, on top of the there's a table there's like a table set up on a corner on the corner of the of of the cage and they you know climbed up via the ladder. And they just had they had two tables set up, and then both Gargano and Cole just crashed down. And it looked yeah. like Cole got the worst of it, but then when you see, it seems like um, on Gargano, like he fell pretty hard as well. Like they both did, but it seems like you know you can like maybe toss up fifty fifty. But that that visual, and then also the the um, barbed wire. He got some bolt cutters and wire cutters and got a piece of the of the of the bar wire and like mm-hmm. that was fucking brutal and and even the commentator was like yo this is enough like major point you know, I, I get it I do everything you do to win but it was like even commentary like when you have the match visuals and then you had commentary to match it like it it felt really good like I love Maralau like. Jesus, like he, God bless him, man. Yeah. God bless more. God bless that man. Like he, he brings hype. He brings legitimacy to, and I keep on bringing that, that word. I keep bringing up legitimacy because it's true. Like you, you need that both from the wrestlers and from commentary. And, um, this match, this, this third fall was just, it's wow. <laughs> just wow. Like, yeah, that was don't great. die. <laughs> He's on die. Like, what do yeah, you think? That, that ending, oh man. Yeah. It's funny. You see that as a kid, you know, and you're like, yeah, like I, I could watch Crash Test Wrestling, Crash Test Dummy Wrestling. <laughs> I'm a kid and, and see, like, you know, all the tables, idols, and chairs from the, you know, the Hardys and Edge and Christian and those guys and the Dudleys. I could see all that crazy stuff and not wince. Yeah. You know, I see two guys climbing a cage and I'm like, ah, oh, no, no. No, no, don't, don't, <laughs> please, no, no, God, no. don't die. Don't die. Like, oh my God. Like, that was uh, brutal, but I like uh, I love I love the ending, especially 
you know, I love when when something like that happens and it's like a guy just happens to get his hand to cover. He just happens to cover. Um, I'll, I'll go on this real brief, but one of my favorite matches and favorite match endings of all time is uh, the Armin getting Hell in a Cell um, uh, six man, you know, six man uh, Hell in a Cell yeah. match. Remember that? Yeah, Kurt Angle was, came in as a champ. Kurt Angle, Austin, Rock, Triple H, Rikishi, Undertaker. Just a star-studded match. Yeah. But the finish was Kurt Angle was out of it. He um, yeah. bloodied up. He was done. Um, everyone hit their finish. Uh, uh, Stone Cold stunned uh, stunned the Rock. Then, of course, of then, course, yeah, <laughs> of course. You know, because who's gonna who's gonna sell? You know, yeah. He stunned the Rock. Rikishi was already dead from when uh, yeah. he got so slammed <laughs> off the cell. Taker was out on top of the cell, and then Austin and Triple H were fighting. And while Austin and Triple H were fighting, Kurt Angle just somehow rolled over, didn't even know, and had his finger. His literal finger was just on the rock, and that's how he got the cover and, and won the whole thing. And <laughs> yeah. it, it just seeing what happened last night is like, soon as they both crashed and burned, and then somehow, because of the way they landed, um, Adam Cole just happened to have his hand on on uh, on uh, Gargano, and, and he won. And that's such a, like... That's I love that. That's such yeah, it's nice a, visual. It's a very good. It's like man, he just luckily got his. It could have been any one of them. They both were yeah. done, but he somehow had his hand, which counts as a cover, which was which was why he was able to win. So I think yes. that was a great great visual, great way to end. Um, hopefully a, a you know great way to end a, a you know the feud. It's been yes. a great feud. Um, I, I wouldn't overall. I wouldn't say despite all the gimmicks and stuff in it. I wouldn't call it their best match out of the, you know, out of the, the three matches they've had, but yes. it, it definitely was a very good, very strong match as usual. Those guys can always go out there, you know, a bit overbooked, but you yeah. know, it's what you're going to get with the, you know, come on, barbed wires on top of a steel cage with weapons. Of course. You know, it, it's, you're going to, you're going to get that. Some of that stuff is expected, but uh, you know, good match. And, um, Adam Cole, baby. I don't call baby. Yeah, man. Like he was the only one who left NXT with cold. So, you know, that he's going to have a need to have a meeting with, uh, the rest of the undisputed era because, uh, mm-hmm. oof. but yeah, like, um, overall good pay-per-view there was, you know, the woman's title match was the weakest, but it wasn't the worst. And, you know, uh, Io Shirai, like her, their match with her match with Kenneth really, uh, Candice LeRae, excuse me, was mm-hmm. great, and the barn burner of a uh, um, tag team title match is overall the the, the pay per view, the, the takeover pay per views. They never disappoint, even when they seem on paper not to be good. They somehow manage to up your expectations, and that's what I love about takeovers. That's what I love about NXT. So I cannot wait to you know for the next takeover, and you know it's going to be. UK takeover, so I'm be- I'm definitely going to be doing a a uh, review on that when it, when the time comes and catch up on NXT UK because I've, I've been hearing some good stuff about it too, so I got to definitely catch up on it. You know, regardless, I appreciate it and I appreciate you for um, joining me, Rome. Yo, no problem, man. Yeah, like uh, it's fun. We we got to do these more. I know, like where our schedules are, you know, insane, especially with your stream like you will be in in a little while you'll be hosting your second annual uh regime royale tournament like i cannot yeah. wait it's gonna so. be good man people have the game for a month a little over a month now so you know the play will be a lot more cleaned up and the the net code has been fixed 
you know, I mean, it still has some issues, but it's better than before. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll yeah. be some good matches. Looking forward to calling all the action. Sure. Sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, so you can go and, and watch this on twitch.tv slash uh, underscore himself. Please tune in. Please, please, please tune in. So, uh, with that, that out of the way, if you made all this, you made it all the way to the end, I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for listening to me and Rome talk wrestling like we, like we do, and we're going to continue doing more often than not. And of course, follow me on Twitter at Room Prime TV. Also follow Rome at Romless underscore himself. The the real, the true, the only himself that matters here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and also check out my website, uh, RoomPrimeTV.com for any anything relating to the podcast. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever, please consider leaving a review and leaving a nice subscription because it's free ninety nine. We love things are free ninety nine. You don't have to pay free. Yes, you don't have to pay for a subscription. It's just subscribe and you get all the latest uh, episodes onto your device. And I do appreciate you guys for leaving reviews. Uh, for you know the downloads and the views and, and uh, just everything, I appreciate you guys. So for for Ron himself, I've been Room Prime. You listen to another episode of Ruben and Ron Wrestling Connection podcast. Long name I know, got to shorten it, but no big deal. So I'm gonna get this recorded. I gotta shut the hell up now. And I will talk to you guys and see you guys next time. Bye. Later.